Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Sheffield United nil, Liverpool 2. What a difference a week and actually playing central defenders makes. Yeah, I know it. Uh, <laughs> well, for the central defenders, I mean, let's let's not, you know, get overboard. You know, it is Sheffield United, but it just looked like a normal defensive line. <laughs> it looked like guys whose instincts were to play in that way. Yeah, it's 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 only Sheffield United, so yeah, we're not getting carried away. But you can you can certainly see, and I guess I didn't realize it at the time, but when Henderson plays in in the central defense, especially, it's like the rest of the team kind of just assumes he will also play some type of midfield role, so they don't play that part themselves. And uh, you can see today with two defenders at the back, the midfielders just d- went about the midfield role. Yeah. So first of all, to be clear, it looked like Liverpool from beginning to end had the intent to win. And and not to say they come out other days not wanting to win, but this one, they looked much more driven than they have in other games. And also Sheffield didn't sit back. So it was nice to watch a reasonable game at last with involving Liverpool. So I, I would agree, but I also am wondering about um, Liverpool strategy. So if you ask me, I actually think Liverpool um, changed. Okay, so first of all, Klopp came the, the same lineup. So, you know, he's not changing that much. But it did look like we weren't no longer um, just trying to build, build, build until we got their whole team in the box. It looked like we definitely had a different strategy going today where we tried to make quick passes up and get the defense when it wasn't set uh, get it when everybody wasn't back, try to make stretch pl- passes. Like It definitely looked like we were trying different things. And to your point, Sheffield didn't just sit back. And so I think that helped too. Yeah, it's it's nice to see that they've been trying a few new routines or uh, strategies in training because clearly what we've been trying for the past two months does not work. So that was nice to see. And, and, and I think having the central defenders at the back really did help just to maintain some consistency and um, they, I didn't think they were bad. Um, I mean, they weren't the greatest. There were a few dodgy moments. Kabak, I think gets turned a little bit too easily, but maybe that's just him being 20 and he'll learn. Uh, Cause that's exactly how Richarlison scored last week. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I don't want to be too hard on them because you're right. Both of them, you know, Kabak is 20 and Nat Phillips is the old guard at 23. Who's playing in his first EPL season. So, you know, we got to keep it in mind. Don't forget the fact that I think Kabak has now, this is his second win in 60 games or something like that. I think it was 29 games. Oh, sorry. Am I, <laughs> am I mistaken? My, my bad. Yeah. 30 games, 60 games. Sorry. At that point, it's just, you don't know how to win. Um, so like, and, you know, sorry. And a clean sheet as well. I think that's and a clean sheet, which I guess we thank Adrian for. <laughs> I don't know. It's so like I, I kind of feel for the guy because I, I have no confidence when he's in net. But he, I guess he didn't really do too much wrong today. But I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't feel confident when I see him out there trying to play with his feet. And um, no, playing with his feet is definitely not his strength. Um, his strength is reading and reacting, and and getting down and to the side. So like the the early. Um, header that they got off a free kick in the fourth, fifth minute. 
um, that was offside, but he got in front of that really well. Yes. Um, the ball that came through, I think it was in the second half that he saw late and he dove and he pushed it aside. Like that's his strength when it comes to stopping the ball. That's his strength. But I mean, to anyone who says, you know, everybody's got injury problems and Liverpool's not special. We're playing with a 23 year old center back in his first EPL season, a 20 year old center back in his what fifth EPL game and our third string keeper. Yeah. And, and we kept a clean sheet. Not only that, but our backup keeper, I, I haven't even heard of, of, of him. Some kid from the under 18s because Kelleher is injured. So that's kind of what it's come down to. Or, or Dridge's. <laughs> or, <laughs> don't, or, don't try to butcher the name. Oh. We're just going to go with these are some unknowns <laughs> and how on earth are we, you know, still in it? But I mean, look, um, they did. I'm not trying to read that. Um, they're, they're, you know, two nothing. They played well. Again, at the end of the day, even though it's a, a Sheffield, we've shown vulnerability to the lower teams. So, you know, we came out and we did what we needed to do today. And I, I thought overall we played um, a pretty good game, but I still think there was a lot that we should have done better. Well, let's start with that. Uh, the finishing. I think that we are fortunate not to have paid the price for not entering into halftime at 3-0 up. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is, this is a little bit crazy and uh, people might disagree with me, but Firmino needs to have played his last game. Um, when, when your center forward, um, cannot put away a breakaway, it's, it's, I don't, I don't care what else he does on the field. I really don't. I don't care if he's the engine. I don't care if he's the smartest man. I don't care what else he does. If your center forward doesn't score on a breakaway, he's not a center forward. Play him in the midfield, play him wherever else you want. He needs to be gone. Um, like his breakaway in the first half, that should have you know, been where we started the game. We should have been up. It's, you know, it's the seventh minute or or what was it? 10th minute or whatever. It was, it was early enough that he should have had that finished. Yes. And not only that, but even the other chance he had where, um, he passed it off. Well, now right. Hit, uh, hit it. It was saved. And he, his instinct is just to look for somebody in the middle when, he had a wide, not a, yeah, he had an open net that at least go for the shot if you're a number nine in that position. So uh, he didn't have an open net. He had a spot in the net. So I've, again, I've rewatched all this quite a bit because I don't want to say things that are, you know, mean when I'm wrong. But he had a spot in the net to shoot for. There were two guys coming across that were closing it off the keeper and one of the defenders, but he absolutely had the time there. And the fact that his instinct was to pass that is... That just tells you everything about why we're in this predicament. You're number nine. No, he's, he's not just a number nine, but he's wearing the number nine jersey. His instinct is to pass it when he has an opportunity to shoot from two yards out. Yeah, and, and, and that breakaway. Like, I'm just, I'm re-watching it over and over again as we talk, and it's just making me matter and matter. Um, you know... He he basically the the keeper dove one way, baiting him to go the other way and dragged his leg. And like no no offense to the keeper, he played a good game. But if you're the number nine on Liverpool, that can't be you can't be tricked by that. 
Yeah, and and that's the type of save that now gives the keeper confidence to make more saves and more saves. And we saw that, right? All of a sudden, he grew in stature. He's not anywhere near in the top 10 goalkeepers in the league. And yet, he saved our first five shots because we just gave him the confidence. And if we had scored from that, the breakaway would have been a completely different story. Absolutely. And and so, one, what I will say is it was extremely clear that Klopp gave... um, instruction that the ball is to hit the net uh i think our first if i recall first like three four five shots something like that all were on net like we ended the game 16 shots eight on net where before we'd end 16 shots one on net so it's clear people were taking a little bit off the ball just to be able to get it on net and i think that that's the right way to go so changing strategy to clop um good i i applaud that but uh you know I mean, Firmino's got to finish that. And to your point, it gave the keeper confidence and he carried that confidence through the whole first half. Yes. Um, And he made some decent saves. The one on Alexander-Arnold comes to mind where Alexander-Arnold cut in a bit and yet a decent chance. And that keeper, a keeper who's already let one in probably doesn't stop that. Exactly. Like Alexander-Arnold could have done better, but it was on his weaker foot. It was on his left foot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. But absolutely, a, a keeper who's already worrying, I'm down one, I've already let one in, doesn't stop that. So you're, you've you got it absolutely right. Yeah, and then also the save against Mo Salah, very similar to the miss that he had last week, where this time, I don't know if he was, I don't think he was trying to pass. I think he was trying to put it into the corner, right? Well, okay, let me, let me we'll get to Mo in a second, but I did want to finish the, the talk about Firmino. I'm I'm just completely done with him. Um, and before people get into, well, he scored today, he didn't. <laughs> a, that was a known goal, which fine. B. Well, actually, it's not fine because how do you miss from there? You know what the thing is? Right? Is a ball, that ball, that ball, go, sorry, that ball was going well wide. How is that even possible? The, the one that got tipped in? Yeah, so if, yes. if, if it wasn't tipped, it was... Exactly. Tipped. Yeah. For, Firmino doesn't deserve credit for that goal. He actually deserves scorn for if the defender hadn't tipped it towards the net, it would have missed from yeah. there. <laughs> so here's here's where I'm going with the whole Firmino thing. I mean, we've talked about how he sucks and how this isn't... He's not what he used to be and all this stuff. But um, I actually have a new thought and you're going to be like, that's nuts, but let me let me talk it through. I actually think we have a guy on the team right now who can slip into his spot and we'd be infinitely better for it. Jones. Jones. I was, I was thinking the exact same thing today. Did you, yeah. did you notice on Firmino's goal how he had a little give and go with Jones to kind of set that off? Not the one to Mane where Mane tried to get the the call, which good for him. I like the dive. I'm, I'm a proponent of that. But right before that, Jones was the one who had the nice little side foot flick. Yeah. And got it right. <laughs> Unlike Firmino, who does the side foot flick and gets it wrong, um, Jones got it right. A, so we know he can pass. We know he has good vision. And B, that guy knows how to finish. He knows how to finish. He's uh, honestly the sky's the limit for that guy. So I was actually thinking, so I was going to talk about this later, but I'll ask now. If you told me right now, Someone came to this team and said, I will pay 200, ah, 100 million, 200 million, whatever. For any of your players, only one is off limits. Who would you say? I would say him. Hmm. 
Wow. I'd I'd give up Alexander Arnold before I'd give him up. Van Dyke? No. Allison? No. Nope. Well, I mean it's easy to say these things now because You know what the thing is? I, I think know what you mean. Yeah, he's it's, a- your, it's your point, which is the sky's the limit. Allison, I know what I'm getting. Not that we can replace him, but we can win without him. Van Dyke is what, twenty eight, twenty nine now coming off knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Um we're talking Curtis Jones is He's done a passably good Genie impression. And for all the, the flack that we give Genie, Genie's still one of the top midfielders in the world. Um, he is phenomenal going forward. He's 20 years old, putting moves on guys who've been around forever, and they're absolutely biting and choking on them. Yeah. So this guy at 20 is, is to me, better than Firmino was in his prime three, four years ago. In terms of his vision, he sees the play and he's hungry and you can, you can feel the hunger off the guy. So I actually am looking and I'm saying this guy might be like the man on our team right now. Yeah. And, and I think Klopp knows that. And I think in the past, like 20 years ago, when, when these young players come out and have a very good breakout season, they usually get run down to the ground, which is why by the time they're 25, they've kind of passed it. So, so I think Klopp is doing a very good uh, job of protecting him from himself. I, 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 I'm seeing in the last few games he's kind of loosening the shackles a bit and allowing him a little bit more freedom than he was before. So it's nice to see that th- that part of his game is not being coached out of him. Does it also feel like he's allowing Alexander Arnold a bit more freedom? I think so. I think so, and 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 I think the two of them are going to be the heartbeat of, of our team going forward um it will be nice to see trent in the midfield at some point and even the way he cut in today something that you've been asking for for many many months now hey Klopp was- can call me i've got these ideas before he has them no problem <laughs> <laughs> so no i agree the way he cut in um and i remember i used to say i want to see neko williams more for that cut in but it looks like alexander arnold's got it too um and, it, and he does it so naturally too Right, so you can tell there's so much more to come from him in in that aspect because when when he does it, it looks so effortless, almost like Jones. Yeah, and and so I guess here's the other thing that I would say. I've noticed in the last I don't know, not few games, but maybe the last month or two, it does look like Alexander Arnold is changing a little bit in terms of what he brings, in the in a very positive way. Um, not that he's as effective as he was before. All he would do is bomb down the side and throw it in the middle and he was fantastic at it. No problem, but he's definitely shown more of his repertoire. Um, Jones the same. And I would actually say, and you might think I'm nuts. I actually think Genie's been showing a bit more too. Today he did. I was, I was very happy with him today. He was very, he was on the front foot, which was nice. He didn't do a lot of that. Oh, I have the ball. There's an open pass, but I'm just going to wait until I get attacked so I can show how strong I am type of thing. He didn't do any of that. He was always looking forward, which was nice. He, he got rid of the ball at the right time. Um, and and he has that in him. I, I just uh, I just think he plays too many games in general. And, of course, because he plays so many games, he will have a lot of down off games as well. And when he does, I always pick on him, which is unfortunate, but that's just what I do. Well, you know what? That's what we do. And and at the end of the day, to some of that, you know, it's it's Klopp for sure. But today was a good day from Genie, which again, think about it. We had eight days rest and Genie came out and looked strong. But it's also more in the case of like, I, I also feel like he's gotten a lot more forward. Um, 
He's more involved in the box. He's definitely starting to show some things that he wasn't necessarily showing earlier, which uh, I'm, I'm really liking. Now, people who aren't showing stuff would be Salah, as you mentioned, on that, that chance that he had. I mean, I don't even know what to say about him anymore. That was just not a good look. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't think there's more. The only good thing I would say is he was legit angry um, later yeah. in the game when he had that chance to, to tuck it in. That was nice um, to see. Yeah. Like he wasn't, he wasn't smiling. He wasn't playful. He wasn't, he wasn't like, man, I should have had that. He was like, there were, there were swear words going off in his head for sure. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I want to see that. We need to see that more. There needs to be a hunger and an anger in that guy. And I think the whole team today looked hurt. You know, they I'm, I'm sure it must hurt their, their pride that they couldn't even defend their title, right? That they haven't won in, though we haven't won in so many years and we just kind of gave it up so easily. It, 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 it can hurt your pride. And, and yeah, they should be coming out ready to, to destroy a team because... We, we we are still Liverpool and they still do have good players in their lineup in spite of the injuries. And we do, uh, we are still probably, no, actually we are still the second best team in this league in spite of our injuries, because I don't see anybody else that's close. No, I mean, I, I think this week kind of showed it. Didn't everybody above us drop points? Yes. Literally everybody except Man Man City drop points. So, um, you know we're we're right back into it. If I'm not mistaken, we're we've got Chelsea up next. Yes, and if we can beat them, then you know Champions League's looking, you know, like a pretty, I wouldn't say secure, but definitely, um, you know, I I put my money on on making it the Champions League. But I mean, overall today, I don't know. Salah was. Okay, but didn't make enough of his opportunities. Uh, what do you think of Mane? I thought he was good. He was busy. He was everywhere, and he also looked pretty intense. He looked like he was angry, which is good. Good to see. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he took any shots though. Did he? I I, I can't recall one, but he was definitely involved in there. Yeah. Um, but I'll be honest. I think the the most uh, aggressive guy on our team going forward, I think was Jones. And yeah. uh, if you recall in the 21st minute or 22nd minute or so, he had that cross coming in that he kind of took off the thigh and he almost got in. Right. Um, which I don't know. I've watched that a few times. And if you told me that was a penalty, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I can buy that. Cause the defender made no play on the ball. Didn't even put a foot out for the ball. He just straight grabbed an arm and pushed. Oh, I so, didn't even, I wasn't paying attention to what the defender was doing. So I'll have to watch that again. Yeah, no. So the keeper played it as the keeper's supposed to, and the defender basically knew he was beat. So he grabbed his arm, pulled on the arm to get it closer, and then straight forearm pushed them out of the way. I see. So, I mean, again, it, it is a man sport, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it comes back to, so I'm, I'm rewatching just after that at the 23rd minute where Tiago got called for a push in the back on a header. Which was foolish. So, it was slightly foolish, but I'm sorry. That happens 150 times a game. Like, there's far more contact than that the whole game. I, I don't understand, like... It's... You know what? It's one of those things, and it's it's too bad, because um, McBurney, I, I think it was McBurney, right? He's tall. 
and Tiago short. So that same push, if it's not Phil's pushing it into him, I don't think it's given because it just ends up being a, a shoulder to shoulder. But when somebody's p- pushing and you're behind as you're jumping, I mean, that is a foul. Right? But he didn't jump. Or he stayed on the ground intentionally waiting for the contact and then went down when he felt, when he felt it. Mm. So again, it's, it's frustrating because that's kind of those like dives and stuff that we're clearly not doing. And I got to be honest on that, on that one for Jones in the 22nd or 23rd minute in the box, if he had gone down trying to kick, there might've been a penalty called Mm. and he should have definitely gone for it. And I'm, I'm. I'm not a fan of diving, but at this point, like we're we're hurting ourselves by not playing that game. Again, well, we, we didn't need it. We try to do it, we just don't do it well. No, Salah doesn't do it well. Yeah. Salah's literally the worst diver ever. Like every time he goes down, even when it's legit, he makes it look like it's a fake. <laughs> He's got just the most uh, bizarre way of doing it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, overall, you know, the defense held pretty well. Um, I actually thought Kabak was a little bit rough and, and he got called a couple times on a foul when guys kind of dove. Um, and he's got to learn how to handle that better. So not that it's a real legit foul, but he's got to learn how to not get called for those. Yeah. Um, otherwise defensively, I think he played well. He was in good position. I thought Nat Phillips was in good position. And, and frankly, when the headers come through, I definitely feel a lot better with them in the box. Agreed. And it was interesting how they weren't trying to play like Van Dyke and Gomez, right? So they were just, it was just an old school defensive partnership. They were both all over the place. Sometimes Nat Phillips is on the right. Sometimes they're trying to head the same ball, right? It was, it was just a very, okay, we're defenders. This is what we do. We're not going to try and be this person or that person. And, and, and I think that's what the season is called for right now. Yeah. Agreed. But I mean, I would like to see more of, um, you know, uh, them going for the same ball. That can't happen. <laughs> yeah, they have to they have to work that out. They have to figure that out for sure. And and I don't know. So I'm I'm rewatching a little piece of it in the 26th minute. Jones had another very close chance that, that Sheffield took away. I think he was the most dangerous player we had today in terms of getting to the net, frankly. Um, so I think he did great, but when it comes to, so just the ones that, that got me is the one, I don't know if you remember, uh, in the box in the first half where Tiago, uh, apparently went head to head with a defender who went and stayed down clutching his head. Yes. And on the instant replay, they showed there was no contact with the head. Right. Like <sighs> that happened. That happened another time with another defender. It did. Where they, he, they, I, I think it was with Mane. It looked like he was holding his head, but then he, he kind of barely touched his back. Yeah. And, and uh, like, I don't know what needs to be done, but that needs to be addressed. I don't know if VAR needs to come in and say there was no contact to the body part you were holding. That's an automatic yellow or red. Um, I don't know if they need to do that. I don't know if they need to give post-match cards. I don't know, but that's just a terrible look. Like my kids are watching with me and they're like, why is he holding his head, daddy? Nobody hit him. And I'm like, that's a great point. (laughs) <laughs> I, I like I got nothing right if you and and again my kids are young but they kind of see through it right yeah. so when they're like um why is that man being silly daddy I got nothing because he's trying to fake the ref sweetie he's trying to work the system like <laughs> what am I gonna say <laughs> so you know um 
So again, I it happened a couple times today, which is why I brought it up. I didn't like that, as obvious, but I don't know what they do. But there needs to be something to to address that. The other one that I wonder is legitimately, if a guy gets hit in the head and goes down like that, shouldn't there be a protocol he's in as opposed to just getting right back up? Yeah, that could be something that they do. Just because I think that's why they started the whole thing about if 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 the medical staff checks you um, checks on you, then you have to to walk. You have to come off. Bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they can do something similar. I agree. Like if you go down holding your head, and and again, I I know the guys are faking, and I don't mean it as a punishment, but I genuinely mean it. If you go down holding your head, you need to be checked out. Yeah. Like you, the game shouldn't continue. Like this is, this is real. I still, uh, I still remember trying to think, was it two years ago or something? Who was it? Um, maybe it was Tottenham in, in champions league where one of their players went down holding his head and then came oh, back up and had to goodness. walk off. Yeah. Um, versus Vertonghen. Vertonghen. Yeah. Yeah. And he couldn't even, he couldn't even, well, it's not even funny, but he couldn't even. Like he came back on. Yeah. And, and like, I got to be honest that yeah. one. So first of all, that was disgusting. Yeah. We, we, we trash. I trash the refs. I won't say we, cause you're a better man than I am. <laughs> I trash the refs a lot, but that ref literally went to like the coach, the player, the medical staff and was like, this guy doesn't look like he can come on. Are you sure he can come on? So super props to the ref there. And yeah, he was basically heavily concussed walking back on. So it's no joke. Like you can, you can get very hurt. So if a guy goes down holding the head, like, again, I don't want to punish them, but if you really got hit in the head, that should be more serious. So I don't, I don't like, I mean, faking an injury is faking an injury, but holding your head can be really like a big problem. So agreed. Anyway, we'll, we'll get back to the game, but I mean, overall uh, a better game for us. I thought we did well in, in not trying to build up play if you know what i mean like we weren't just passing 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 trying to fence them in like i feel like we've done in other games yeah and i don't know if it's because sheffield united just didn't sit back but i don't understand why we can just do this every game i i i I don't understand what the problem has been right because even when we are passing today there was intent but in other games it's because it looks like they don't know what to do, so they just keep passing. I don't think they're trying to build up. They're just passing because there's nothing else happening. There's no movement. I mean, I guess I'm thinking like maybe when when we were playing today, we weren't taking like 30 passes to move it from the back to the front. We were taking like three. And because of that, there was more space open. There were more options. Right. Um, and, and I got to say, like again, I don't know if it was Sheffield or... or just the us, but I definitely like this a lot more. I mean, I can honestly say I haven't been super entertained watching a lot of Liverpool games lately. Uh, this one was entertaining. This one, this one was entertaining. It really was. Like just as a, even if you're not a fan of either team, just watching, you know, it was it was good. Liverpool dominated, yes. Um, but there was the moment. There was a moment where I thought they were going to mess it up with VAR, where Kabak <laughs> scored that own goal and. Then the linesman raised his flag, and I thought, okay, you know what? They're going to find out he, that he wasn't offside, and they're actually going to give this goal because that's just what happens. So oh, I, I was so so. I got to be honest. This is like it feels like a bizarro week because Man U didn't get a penalty shot on a handball from uh, they were playing Chelsea, right? Um, yeah. 
So Man U didn't get a penalty shot there, where, by the way, they didn't deserve it, but that's never stopped them before. Um, so I, they didn't get it, and we didn't get screwed by VAR. So I actually thought what would happen was not only... When I realized he was well offside, I'm like, okay, he's going to be offside. But I thought they'd say, well, Kabak put it in the net, so the offside doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought they'll they'll come up with some rule that I've never heard before where he wasn't interfering with play or something, just because that's just what happens to us. That's been our season. But you know what? Today actually felt like the other way. Both of our goals were a bit of good fortune. Yeah. And I can't remember the last time we've had two pieces of good fortune in a game. <laughs> Did you think that ball was out from Trent? Oh, no. When I saw it live, I'm like, that wasn't out. Then on the first replay, I'm like, oh, God, that was out. And then on the like end line replay, I'm like, oh, that was clearly in. Yeah, because they had there was a white mark there, which kind of confused on the first replay. It looked like it was over the line, but it was it was a white mark. It wasn't the ball. Yeah. There was like some paint or something. So I, I, but you know what, in all honesty, and I have to admit it, I'm, I'm now at the point where I don't celebrate goals and it's <laughs> too bad because both of, both of them, I was worried there's something that'll take it away. Yeah, exactly. The Jones one, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's over the line, even though I wasn't sure if VAR checks that, but I guess they do. I don't know why they don't check all, um, over the lines because that's an easy thing to check, but oh, that's but I mean, let's be honest. That finish from Jones. Well, that's he's he, he's clinical, right? He's um he's a footballer. Well, well, hold on. We can't just say right because let's be honest. Um, we don't have many clinical finishers on our team right now. Yeah, true. Although I mean, speaking of a guy who's actually a pretty, or at least used to be a pretty clinical finisher, Rian Brewster didn't make an appearance, which I thought was a little bit surprising. Yeah, he's. Um, I, I I fear for his career. I don't know. I don't know if Sheffield was the right club for him. Um, the way they played last season, I don't see how he fits into that team. So I don't know what they were thinking of when they bought him. And once they were in the relegation zone, you knew that you know they were they were just going to re- revert back to what what they were good at or what they were comfortable with. Yeah, and and unfortunately, um, I also think he comes with a lot of pressure because he was the. I think the most expensive signing they've ever had. Yeah, and he's only had four shots on target. Which so so that tells me, yeah, he just needs to play more and and and, and uh, keep shooting, and he'll be fine, right? Well, I mean, but that being said, Sheffield's been atrocious this year and are generating virtually nothing. Yeah. So, like, let's let's be clear today. You know, there was the chance that uh, they had with the header, um, in the first half, but beyond that. I mean, they weren't really generating a whole lot. No, they they have good lead up play with the crossing and just pulling you out of position with all their movement. But beyond that, they it's too bad it didn't work out because if it did, he is the type of class or potential class player that that they need to just to add. Perhaps they should go for Origi instead. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they need to decide how they want to play. You know, I feel like um, last year they were successful doing something. This year they're doing it a bit different. And just getting one guy isn't going to change your whole system. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, again, to to their credit, they were game today. They didn't park the bus. They they came out to try to, to 
play and score and, and win. Um, and you know, that definitely made for a more entertaining game. It'd be great if, if we could have this more often. Um, I, I also like Kato's, um, cameo. Oh, did he look good when he came on yeah. for that little bit? eh? yeah. Um, we've really been missing him. Imagine him. Well, I, I, I don't know who your three are for Chelsea, but for sure, I just hope, and I don't think he will, but I hope Jones plays. Um, I've already told you Jones in the number nine. Yeah, no, I agree with you, but it's not going to happen. But I, I, I do agree. Um, who do you pick for Chelsea? Jones, Wijnaldum. Oh, in the middle? Oh, yeah. Klopp will run it back. We won the game, so Klopp will run it back. That's his I ho- default. I hope he does. This is actually a time that I hope he does. I don't know. I'm wondering if he might get a little bit worried on the defensive end. Against Chelsea? Yeah. Not and my, and my worry is, is he going to try to force Fabinho in there or something? Hmm. I know. See, that's the thing. From now to the end of the season, I I don't want to see any more midfielders back there. I think we should just go with what we have. But you, you know, who knows what Klopp will do. Like, it's not that I don't think Fabinho is a better player than Kabak or Phillips, but he's just not a central defender. No, he's still not a defender now. And and it'd be different if maybe he had the crazy speed that would, um, you know, the, like the the Gomez speed that would make up for mistakes. But he doesn't. Right. Um, is he faster than than Nat Phillips? Maybe, but not by so much but that I, I doubt, feel. I, I even doubt that it's possible. Yeah. I, I so I've never seen them in a foot race, but both of them, if they're beat, they're beat. Like they're Phillips, not, they're least, not reeling you back. Yeah, and that Phillips at least has more hustle about him. That's true. Fabino's a bit casual. Yeah. Um, and again, that's because he's a midfielder, right? So I, I hope to your point, I hope they stay with those two at the back. Um, it also kind of very much depends on which Chelsea team we get, because they can be a bit of Jekyll and Hyde sometimes. That's true. He may go with the height with Giroud or all those little skillful players running around all over the place. And they also have good days and bad days. So there are also days where, you know, they look like world beaters and there are days that they look like they should be relegated. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we get one of the not as good days, I guess. Um, But I mean, a, a game like today is exactly what the doctor ordered. Um, definitely gets us back into the into the race in terms of you know where we are and position uh you know in terms of the table we're now uh you know two points behind fourth even though everton and aston villa have games in hand so theoretically they could pass us but you know we're we're definitely in a much better position than we were at the beginning of the weekend in terms of making champions league and i feel like we definitely built something in terms of getting some of our confidence back and I think that's the more important piece. It, of course, the points are important right now, but just a reminder to the team that they can still have a successful season. If they finish top four and win or at least advance to the semis of the, of the Champions League, I'd be okay with that. Oh, I don't even need semis. I think we beat Leipzig, make it into the final eight, and make Champions League. Anything beyond that is gravy. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it. It also depends who we draw in uh yeah in the would, eight w- would you want to draw man city no why 
because we're not beating them. Over two legs? Over two legs. I'd say anything can happen. I'd say anything can happen, but there are easier teams that I'm not as afraid of. Look, right now, as Klopp would say, Man City's in a moment. <laughs> and and you don't want to play a team in a moment. Yeah, but the, the quarters aren't for like like a good month, I think. I mean, don't get me wrong. If we drew Man City in the quarters and beat them, then I think, I mean, you know, Klopp, Klopp will just build up residence in, in Pep's head. Like, I, I literally think that might break Pep. So I, I yeah. kind of want to see that for that reason, but I'd rather us go further. And I, I question whether we could beat Man City right now. I say that we have a better chance of, or I feel more confident, uh, confident playing Man City than any other team that will be left because there are there are only good teams right now anyway and with Man City at least I know that they can raise their game in a way that there's no guarantees they would against another team well I mean you know there are some teams so I don't think we want Bayern no but I mean Porto might take it uh, that's the kind of team that Chelsea, uh, Dortmund. I don't Dortmund. want Chelsea for the same reason that Man City probably don't want us. The last thing you want to do is lose to Chelsea to a, a, an English team. That's right? true. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean I I do suspect that you know Man City might be a good one a little bit just because of the mental aspect, but. Uh, honestly, I mean, I'd rather not get them for right now. Uh, you know, we're, we're up to nothing in the first leg. So we're doing well in that. And I think the real focus needs to be on Chelsea. Um, because if we can beat Chelsea, then all of a sudden we jump them in the standings We're automatically into fifth place. Yeah. Um, you know, if West Ham can happen to lose, we'd get into fourth and then we would just be looking at holding our position the rest of the season. So, I mean, to me, that's the one. Uh, in terms of today's game, I mean, coming back to that, so who did you think the man of the match is? Do I even need to ask? Uh, no, I don't think you need to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Wonder Kid Jones is uh, man of the match. Anybody, anybody who didn't think he was man of the match didn't watch. Um, so, fantastic. Played amazing. Um, again, to me, is, is really showing the type of skills that I, I kind of really want to see what he would do in the number nine. I think uh, I think he's got the vision, the the footwork, the flicks, the shot, the instinct to make that a good position for him. And he's also got that good uh, midfield feel, like where uh, where Firmino would come back into the midfield to get the ball. Jones is clearly comfortable in the midfield too. One person that I wasn't impressed with, and he didn't have a bad game, but he really needs a break. Is Robertson? He he, you know, at this point, as much as. I know I've said in the past that you can't really afford to take him out, but he really needs a break. And whether it's against Chelsea or another team, in fact, I, th I think maybe Chelsea might be the right game to take him out because um, the rest of the players should be able to raise their game. The last thing you want to do is take him out against a low team because you don't know what state the rest of the players will be in. But against Chelsea, I think everybody should bring their A game. So that might be a good one to just have him sit. Well, I mean, it was interesting today. Him, he seemed much more active in the first half, yeah, going down the line. And then by the time the second half rolled around, I almost don't remember him going down the line. 
yeah, he he took a couple of bizarre shots and that weird header that he had. Oh, um, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's he's just not good at it or like he's just to your point. He's been so he's been played so much. He just he's not not mentally quite right. Um, but I mean, I, I agree with you. I think Chelsea would be a great chance for him to 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 take a break. To sit, yeah. You know, Chelsea has some dangerous attackers. And I would almost say that uh, Tsimikas as a defender is probably as good and definitely more physical. Yeah. So in a way, I wouldn't mind seeing him against Chelsea. Um, but uh, no, he was he was kind of, you know, okay at the beginning, not so good later. I think Alexander-Arnold too was a little bit lost almost at times today. Um, he did look better going forward than he has in the past, but he's definitely had to change his game because there's no point in crossing into the box anymore. So he looks like he's kind of relearning a bit of what to do. He's not just running straight down the line. And that was nice to see today too. Yeah, we didn't have any of those crosses into the box. Yeah, because I mean, who's heading them? What's the point? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, overall, um, I think the team played well. Again, I would say Firmino, uh, Salah, and Mane just weren't up to the to the task they they didn't acquit themselves particularly well but uh otherwise i thought the team played extremely well and set a great tone for uh chelsea midweek to try to get that uh fourth uh place spot for champions league for more stories analysis and articles go to the forensic website <laughs>